It's, 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 it's interesting because it's this one, you can't prepare for this. Nor uh, can you worry about where it is going to go because it's, uh, you know, it's like you're, you're peeling an onion. Life in Sense with Joe Barrett and Odette Toilette. Today, we meet His Excellency Williams Nkurunziza, High Commissioner for the Republic of Rwanda. I have to try and uh, see whether they understand what senses and sense. Which is this land where the gorilla's eye shines in a reddened welcome to the inquisitive guest, and chirping birds call as if in request for calm, as wild orchids toss in time in the afternoon's watery winds. Very clean, fresh air. Rwanda is, uh, has been described as uh, the Switzerland of Africa, even though I believe, I think, it is a lot more beautiful. We call ourselves the land of a thousand hills. The, the topography is a multiplicity of undulating hills, valleys and hills, valleys and hills across the whole country. It's very green uh, and uh, the temperature is very temperate. We have two and a half rainy seasons in a year, which is a lot. We tend to get our rains in flashes. It kind of comes in a downpour, then dissipates and the sun rises. And because of this, the mixture of heat and rain kind of uh, fills the atmosphere with very fresh, earthy smells uh, as uh, the water, the rainwater begins to evaporate as the heat plays on it. And uh, it's very clean, earthy smells that, you know, you tend to get. And this is very common across the whole country. It kind of happens, you know, all year round, except for about two and a half months in a year when it doesn't rain. But most of the time when it rains, there's this fresh, earthy smell that come, you know, fills up in the air as uh, a play of heat and water on the soil after you know, after uh, it rains, yes. We are cattle country and we are agricultural community also. Uh, if... Uh, you are a farmer. The smell in a cattle kraal in UK must be the same, like the cattle kraal, you know. The, the smell of cow dung in the UK must be the same, like the smell of cow dung in Rwanda. But also the farmers in UK who plow their fields, the wonderful experience of uh, the earthy smell that strikes you when you break you know, you tear the ground up, you know, when you're plowing and you 
opening up the you know the ground uh, and uh, the the heat you know warm you know warm air you know jumps out of the soil i'm sure it must be the same uh, for most mo most farmers the experience must be the same which is this land where like hungry twins shadow and light are engaged in a perpetual chase across the rolling hills and the narrow valleys below where the aged farmer endlessly tears. Rwanda is a predominantly agricultural economy. We grow most tropical fruits and vegetables. We grow most of the tuber crops that you grow. But of course, we're also cattle country. So our food is normally a mixture of vegetables, of cereals, as well as of beef. And uh, in some parts of the country, uh, even in some sections of the city, you're likely to, to get a smell of food you know, floating in there as people either roast their potatoes or roast their beef or roast their maize. It's uh, an admixture of different, uh, different smells coming from different uh, activities, you know, cooking activities that uh, people engage in. I think Rwanda is known for its brochette, which is a, a mixture of meat roasted with vegetables. It's roasted very... Uh, gently over a long, long period of time. sure I would be able to t you don't get too close to smell you don't get too close to get the specific smell of the gorilla itself but they live in a, in a rainforest in the Virunga mountains which rains almost all the time and it is very green and you have this damp fresh forest you know smell you know kind of woody uh, you know, a mixture of uh, fresh air, rain, as well as uh, decaying, you know, plants and you know, plants and, uh, and and flowers. Yes, they've actually been tagged, and you can tell where they are at a particular time. And they live in families, like us human beings live in families. When you book to go and see the gorillas. They will normally ask you whether you are strong enough and you want to go and visit the family that is farthest or whether you are weak and you want to visit the family that is closest. And uh, the difference could be between one hour to about six hours, depending on where they slept the night before you go and visit because people normally go to visit them early in the morning. It, it has become such a massive attraction that to control the 
level of traffic of people going into the into the park prices for entering has been going up and up the ticket for one day's visit today is about $750 but people book them 6 months in advance and they aren't enough because the flow of uh, of traffic into the park is significantly controlled to ensure that uh, the people are allowed to have the experience of meeting these massive primates, but also to ensure that you do not, you know, uh, disturb their ecology and you do not uh, overrun and destroy their habitat, yes. Which is this land? Where the morning's mist shrouds mountain tops before retreating in reverence to heavenly rays and golden sunsets caress key water drops as tired fishermen head to beckoning bays and bickering babies on the hilltops. Rwanda is very known for its coffee and tea. The strong Rwandan coffee has a unique, unique, you know, coffee, you know, scent or smell. A lot of uh, coffee lovers find extremely captivating. And so is the tea. We grow the Arabica coffee, and the Arabica, you know, uh, all over the world tends to have one, you know, tend to, to have very strong uh, coffee, uh, coffee smell or coffee scent. You know, you, you, you roast your coffee beans here, in your house, and the whole whole neighborhood is going to know that you are. It's 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 very strong, and it you know flies you know uh, on the air and spreads across across the neighborhood. Yeah. What are you giving them? Uh, Rwandan coffee. coffee. Very good. Now you can experience the smell of the coffee yourselves. And then you tell me what it is. <laughs> uh, that doesn't look like coffee. That can't be Rwandan coffee, is it? Yeah. It's too light. The uh, coffees and teas uh, are regarded as uh, among the very best in the world. Rwanda is famous for what is called African tea, which is tea cooked with milk, rather than, uh, you know, served separately. Tea cooked with milk. You can make, you can mix uh, boiled milk and tea separately and mix them, okay, and it is still tea, but you'll not call it African tea. African tea is... Uh, milk and tea put together and boiled together so that uh, the, the mixture is, uh, is a lot more intense. You get uh, the smell of the tea, but you also enjoy the presence, the thickness, yeah. Which is this land where the heat of a July afternoon surrenders the enveloping chill of night as the Milky Way explodes with the starlit magic that smiles to the souls below 
as they marvel at its limitless glow. Frying chicken and uh, beef on Christmas. We grew up in a refugee camp. Frying food was a rare occurrence. Uh, frying chicken and frying, you know, beef was a rare occurrence. So it used to happen on very specific days, around Christmas, around Easter. Every time it happened, there was a celebration around. We all loved Christmas, not so much as we were growing up, not so much because we believe, you know, we understood uh, the religious importance of uh, of Christmas, but because we knew that our mother would do something that she normally doesn't do. And uh, every time, even now, when you hear these smells, it flashes you back to those early days because uh, they were very unique smells at the time. Those were very special days, uh, very special times. And... Uh, uh, you tend, you know, every time I get that smell, uh, it flashes me back to that time because that's when, you know, you first got to to to, to understand the magic of frying. Which is this land where her tear is his tear? Where her laughter is his laughter, where passions are shared and compassion endures. You have lived a life of pain, but you're beginning to see a transition to a life of sanity, a light of hope, where people can actually begin to focus on building societies, building families, and living a life that is meaningful. Uh, to be able to recollect, to talk about the pain that that was, but also juxtapose it to the opportunity for greater things, for peace and for sanity to prevail in people's lives. It is my own reaction to events in my life, to events in the life of my community, the life of my country. I love writing, and I did not start writing this poetry, rather these poems, because I wanted to become a writer. I, it's a collection that has been built over about 20 years, and mainly it was, each poem was my personal reaction to a particular event that touched me significantly to warrant my interest in capturing that moment in words so that I do not lose it. Something touches you significantly and you want to capture that moment, to crystallize it in a poem uh, so that you do not lose it. The ideas that are in there may hold meaning to people both in my society as well as in other societies. The issue of war, the issue of exile, the issue of betrayal may have happened to me and my community, but they are not peculiar to me or to my community. They happen all over. And that is why, why I said, why don't we crystallize this into a book and make it available for people to, 
essentially poetry is what it is. It is a momentary reaction to an event, to a moment. And you crystallize that at a time when your reactions, when your feelings are strongest. It's called Pangs of Life. It's a collection of poems on life, loss, identity, fear, war, and exile. It was uh, published, launched this year in March. And um, it really does uh, capture in poetic form the story of Rwanda's journey through periods of, of war, through the period of genocide, and of uh, a shared effort by Rwandese to build uh, prosperity that they can share as a, as a people, as a community. Life in Sense. about your name. Your name. Are, you, are you French? It is very unique, especially <laughs> when you are hosting a program about sense, eh? sense, oh, yeah. and, and, and sense and memory. Eh? Sense, males and memory, and it kind of fits in. Excellent.